Welcome back to Mediocrity, Season 1, Episode 5. Mediocrity, Episode 5. Ben, great to be back in the chair again, mate. It's been a while between drinks. But interestingly enough, mate, every time we sit down and talk, we seem to channel the weather gods because it is fucking pissing Mm. down outside again. So if you if you need rain, dial us up, guys. We'll be behind a microphone. I'll guarantee the night before the heavens yeah. are open. Thoughts to every those, single time. Thoughts to those affected by the flood. La Nina number three on you the way. Poor buggers. Imagine mm. what it's going to do to everyone's bloody insurance. But uh, I've got the shits, Ben. Why do you have the shits? Well, we're going to talk Who's about upset? But there's a few things that are on my mind lately, and uh, normally I'm usually pretty upbeat when it comes to mediocre recordings. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am upbeat, but I've just got the shits today. That's fair enough. And uh, we're going to fucking talk about it. Okay. Mate. So right. uh, a little bit later. On, mate, a few unload things of uh, I might unload. I'm, I'm taking the safety off and uh, <laughs> my fingers on the trigger. All right, so to speak, look mate. out! So, uh, look out! Yeah, fuck them. Here we go. Right, we're going to kick things off in the usual fashion. Uh... Making learning fun with the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> One of my all-time favourites too, mate. Like, they keep and it's coming. interesting. The Urban Dictionary, I was a little bit, uh, let's just say, nervous on it for the first time <laughs> around. Were, I remember uh, and, uh, We had a couple of conversations about the Urban Dictionary because I was a bit... I nervous. could see you raise up in the seat as your anus just clenched <laughs> and released. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a little bit of a speak to retention there. <laughs> but uh, people are loving it. They are. They are. And I, I, every time I go looking for words, I get concerned that I'm going to run out of good ones. But it just keeps fucking delivering. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh. It's like herpes, mate. How, here's this for exhibit A. Yes. Okay, kick it off in a strong fashion. Kevin. K E V I N. What do you reckon a Kevin is in the Urban Dictionary? Uh, I've known a few Kevins in my time and they've been uh, towards the wanker end of the spectrum. <laughs> You're very uh, close. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, enlighten me, mate. Enlighten me. Uh, Kevin is an old-fashioned dildo used in ancient Greece that was made of wood. Ah. They went out of style due to women getting splinters, splinters. in their Yeah, vaginas. that's nothing nothing good about mm. that, mate. Thank God for technology. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's uh, that's probably a pretty hard conversation Kevin. to have with your GP. Uh, you know any Kevin? How did you get this splinter in your labia minora? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Kevin's fault. It's not one of those new age names that's nah, making a comeback, all. is it? Not at all. That's for sure. What about next one? Litmus text. Litmus text. X. You've no doubt sent one. Litmus test. It, it, is it uh, text? Text. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, is it a text that you send to validate something or test something on someone? Very good. A text you send to your significant other to find out if they're still pissed at you ah. from the night before <laughs> or after. I tell you a fight. what, I, I have a PhD in those ones, mate. Because uh, yeah, that's just what goes the on. Te- the text is usually a short and simple worded text like. Hey, hi love. <laughs> Remember me? Yeah, are we still married? <laughs> yep, fair uh, Another one, similar vein. I like this one. Registered text offender. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've done it before many, many times. We've all done it. Uh, you're just continuously texting someone to ad nauseum. Well, this is, yes, this is a, someone who is known for sending back-to-back texts without a response in between. I like this next one, ready? Okay, uh, very short. Pimo. P for Peter, I, M for Mary, O. Pimo. Ooh. I love this one. I don't know, no idea. Physically in, mentally out. Ah, we know a few of those. I people. like that. Scrummeting. 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 No, no idea. 
It's the act of screaming up vomit. <laughs> I think you've been there. I think, so, yeah. I think I've been there. You're yelling so hard oh. that you've actually puked. Which probably ties into that little topic that you were just talking about before. So I wanted to start a new segment. What's your worst poison, Ben? Mm. So, you know, we've been around the world a couple of times and we've had beers in lots of places, lots of bars. Not all good. Mm. I like beer. Beer and boobs, the bees. None of them. Well, some have been great, but yeah. most aren't. Let's face it, most mm -hmm. of them pretty, pretty, pretty dodgy. Righto, Benny boy, we're on it. What's your worst poison to kick you off, mate? You're looking at that top shelf, maybe <sighs> behind. What? What do you? What do you? What am I buying you? I can already taste the hangover, by the way. Legitimately, it's got to be between uh, Zambuca and tequila. Oh, it's the worst. It has mate. to be. Mediocrity would like to apologize for the following unexpected interruption. We will return to your regular scheduled program shortly. Zambuca is evil. Absolutely evil. Any funny Zambuca stories? My, uh, my wife has a wonderful story that comes to mind and I won't mention names, uh, but when she was younger, uh, sort of end of school sort of thing, yep. yada, 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 party, yep. blah, blah, blah. One of her friends had yep. been drinking uh, uh, Zambuca. Hey, Nat, how you doing? Nice touch, Nat. And Michelle had the pleasure of cleaning up the ba bathroom after she'd uh, vomited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black and blue black. and purple all over the fucking walls and That's floor. Tidy, isn't it? And you can smell that Zambuca coming that out. That aniseed. Oh, it's, oh, it's fucking the worst. horrible. My, mine is aniseed as well, mate. Yeah. So, uh, my 19th birthday, I was home from Newcastle. For the night, I went to Hill Street Nightclub, which was an old establishment in, in Coolangatta. It was a nightclub there for years and years and years. I got on the Zambukas because uh, it was my birthday. Oh. Went home to uh, a friend's house that lived up the road from where my mum and dad live. The next thing I know, next thing I remember, I'm over my dad's shoulder being carried out of my bedroom oh, wow. and, he, and he laid me down on the spare in the spare bedroom on the bed. I'd got home and obviously oh. gone to bed and had puked in bed, woke oh. him up. He's like, oh yeah, here we go. So he's, he got me, cleaned up the bedroom. The next morning I wake up, I'm not hungover at all because it's all gone. Oh. I go downstairs and here's mum and dad, morning, morning world. Mum and dad are sitting in the kitchen having a cup of tea and oh. then my, the look They've on my been mother's talking. face. Yeah, my dad's sitting there just with a kind of a smirky face. My mum is livid, God oh. rest her soul. She's pissed. And I sit down and, and my mum goes, so um, what did you do last night? And I said, oh, I went to Hill Street, blah, blah. Uh, Dad, thanks for, I do remember you putting me to bed. And he goes, oh, that's okay. Mate. Mum goes, so I want to talk to you. Oh, okay. She goes, I went down to the baker's this morning and uh, on our front lawn, oh. I found these and they're my underwear. Oh. Then she says, and then at the street corner, the top of the road, I found these, and that's my jeans. Oh! And then as I went up past the this family's house that I'd stopped at, with because I was drinking with, the, with their sons, yeah. in their letterbox, here's your Newcastle night shirt. So I'd left their house. Not too many Newcastle night scenes in yeah. Tweed Well, Head, no, it's got to be mine. So 
I've actually systematically got nude on my way home. Wow. <laughs> and walked into the house stark as off, off chops. Nice. Went to bed. So Daddy O's picked me up, put me to bed. Oh. And uh, my mum has gone and cleaned up all my mess oh, up the street. Like, just least... picking everything up. Left all my clothes along the road. Who, cleaned, who cleaned up the spin? Dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, my yeah, mum did. wouldn't do that. Did. No way. Yeah, no, that's yours, One mate. and only time, mate, that, that's, uh, that I've done it. And oh. um, thanks, Daddy O. But that's Come out Sam of you. Booker. You're cleaning it up. Yeah, I've got another story about the world's worst, mate, uh, poison for me and it's it's actually got me so much bar credit around the world I, I'm a fairly simple drinker right uh, I like wine red yep. and white and I like beer but I don't give me any of that craft bullshit no I just want normal everyday mass-produced beer yep and it's gonna be Forex gold here Thank in Australia two is extra dry yep two is news fine in in America it was always cool as light or at a stretch bud light okay. nothing else but I get shit about those beers, so then I'll challenge people to say, right, we're doing tequila shots. Now, tequila, I hate the taste of it, but I can get them down. So if you're anywhere in the world and someone's giving you shit about what you're drinking, challenge them to a tequila, because I'll guarantee they'll back out really, really quickly. Yeah, I just bang them in. If you do that, everybody just goes, no more bullshit about it. Now, long time ago, I was in Reykjavik, yeah. Iceland. It's what the capital of Iceland. What the fuck are you doing it? What's in Iceland? And I had to go to Reykjavik to install a certain piece of medical equipment. And I was there for one week. On my last night, I got taken by the uh, the company's staff members to a bar. Mm -hmm. I got drinking with them and I met this Icelandic guy from Reykjavik and he said to me, we're going to do a tequila stuntman. And he goes, I'll show you. So a tequila slammer, right? You've got, oh, you've got I know the, very well. the lick, zip, suck. The tequila stuntman is a variation on that. You take the salt, you throw it over your shoulder, you snort, you snort the tequila shot up your nose and then you take the lemon and you squirt it in your eye. We'd go the other way. We would <laughs> snort a line of salt, slam the tequila and the lemon in the eye. Ah, there oh, you go. The Michelle yeah. banned me from uh, <laughs> tequila stuntman yeah. seven years ago. I used to pull it out all the time. Oh. That was the problem. A dozen schooners, three or four tequilas. Next thing you know, we're doing fucking stuntmen. I can't see a thing. Absolutely. My nose is running. They hurt. The brain's burning from all the salt. They hurt. Oh, mate. It was intense. Yeah. No more fucking of those. So that's my worst poison, mate. So it's, it's a combination oh. of the anise and the tequila. Oh, you can't go past them. But it's the worst. Yeah. I don't know why it was created in the first oh. place. Absolutely horrible. Mind you, have you ever tried absinthe? Uh, once or twice, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, fairly, fairly offensive to mm -hmm. the fucking taste buds. Yeah, did you pour it through the, the, the sugar cube and that to get the no. hallucinogenic effect? Long time ago. Hallucinogenic yeah, they say effect, that at, that, uh, that it, it brings out hallucinogenic effects if you drink enough of it. Um, I'm sure fuck it. Any fuck. Yeah, it's disgusting. Really? It's disgusting. The boys went through a stage when we were younger, uh, after they went through the Zan Booker stage and everyone mm. got fucking, uh, you know, everyone had vomited Blood the smell. Milk. Then they went to green chartreuse. Oh, yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Just as bad, That's eh? just as bad, yeah. if not worse. No actually. thanks. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. Let's talk about why I've got shits, Ben. Tell me why. What shits you the most? I've got a couple to kick us off, mate. The first one that shits me the most is people that are out there today that don't pay their bills. There's just no excuse for Absolutely. it. So I was talking to a tradesman that I had at my house doing some work uh, on my gardens recently, and he was frustrated because he'd done a whole heap of work about a month ago for a family, done a heap of renovation work and done their backyard up for them, 
and had submitted the bill to them and they still hadn't paid him six weeks out. Bullshit. And it looks like he's gonna have to walk away from yeah. it, right? That absolutely grinds yep. me. I'm one of those people that if you've done something for me, I will chase you down yep. to pay you yeah. for that because you've gone out of your way to do the work. Mm -hmm. Or you've purchased something on my behalf yep. and you're out of pocket. So tradies love Jody and I yep. because they come to our house and they do the job. And, get paid. and then I say to them before they leave, send me the invoice tonight and I'll pay you tonight. Yep. And we always do. And now if I need something, I ring those Love traders up yep. and they answer the phone yeah, every exactly time. Right, what do you mate. need? Yeah. I say, mate, I got X, Y, Z. Yep. They said, right, we'll be there as soon as we can. Do the job, do the job well, and yep. I'll pay you straight away. It's a piss take on the client's behalf, mate. Absolutely. Because ultimately, I don't call you unless I've got the money in the bank. Yeah. And if I'm, I don't have the money in the bank, yeah. I don't call you. Absolutely. One of the things shits me, mate, conventional style whippersnipper heads. They're the worst. And loading Fucking cord. Oh my God, mate. Somebody has got to fix that. It has been the same fucking whippersnipper yep. head from when my old man started making me yep. use the whippersnipper when I was something like eight or 10 years old. <laughs> Are you referring to the one where you gotta pull the head off, oh, you gotta measure out your string, and then you gotta me. fold it in half and hook it on. And the string fucking recoils, yeah, and yeah. it's just a constant battle. And then trying to get the end of the string into the holder in the head so yep. that it'll stay there. You gotta hold the one line, then you gotta wind the second line on and hold it and try to get the fucking head back into the body. Oh! They're the worst. Now we've spoken about we've got the scissor attachments and so forth these days, but yeah. they're still fucking four hundred dollars. Like that's just the attachment. Yeah. I priced one. I priced an e ego one out the other day. Yeah. By the time you buy the battery, the actual head driving portion. Battery. Yeah, battery powered, ah. and then you buy the actual scissor uh, landscaping attachment. Yeah. It was like fourteen hundred bucks. Wow, they're yeah. just paying. They're paying for the engineering behind it right now, yeah. and I'm going to wait for twelve months or so. Absolutely. Mate. So that one shits me. Next one. This really fucking shits me and has done for a long time. Doctors and the referral set up to yeah, see a specialist. I think it has got looser in recent years in that if you refer me to, let's say, have some blood taken or whatever, yeah. I don't have to go to that specific business to get that. I can go to another one. So I do appreciate that, guys. Thanks for your foresight. But my God, what a fucking antiquated method of getting shit done and bogging the system down. How many times have you walked into the GP and he's had all the time in the world to fucking have a chat with you? Mm. Never. Mm. Never. So Never. why the fuck are we still working on a fucking referral system that requires wasting his fucking time? Sure, the specialist can feed back the information that they've assessed yeah. us on and, and the outcomes and the recommendations. Have a conversation with him before you even give me a script. Yeah. That's fine too. The GP bills you to Medicare to go and talk about the need to go and see a specialist. Whereas in That's America, what it is. I have fair skin, I, I'm all yep. over skin cancer that. I could just ring a dermatologist up and say, hey, I want a skin check. And they yep. say, come on over. Yeah, yeah. Cut the, yeah. Cut the GP exactly. out. Exactly. It's an enormous waste of time and Absolute fucking resources. waste of time, mate. And we wonder why, if you're in the public system, that it mm. takes you fucking 12 months to get a, a yeah. basic operation or Well, a, the other thing that's shitting me lately, mate, is that, I'm not sure if you saw in the news during the week, that there's an audit going on with Medicare around GPs bulk billing people that didn't even come for appointments and oh, I miss bi that. billing people that are dead. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Intentionally, obviously. Intentionally, yeah, yeah. to rot the system. Really? So, uh, yeah, there's an audit going on with the federal government right now where they're actually looking into this. Uh, so apparently some uh, professionals out there have uh, been cottoning on to the fact that there are deceased individuals around that still have their Medicare number okay. and they're billing them for, um, yeah, wow. for appointments that Dodgy buggers. clearly what, didn't happen. Don't yeah. have enough money? Yeah, well. Need another Mercedes? Yeah, well. Meteorologists. Liar, liar, pants on fire. That is, oh. these guys are unbelievable, right? These weather guys, that is the only profession where you can be consistently fucking wrong and keep your job. 
I'm not going to even say consistently wrong. I'm just going to say, you can be a lion sack of shit. Yeah, you can tell us that we're going to get <laughs> bright sunny days, it'll piss down. Doesn't matter. You tell us we're going to get 100 mil, we end up with 2 mil. Yeah, you reckon Gary Youngbury gets called into his fucking boss's <laughs> office the next morning and say, well, you fucked that up, didn't you guys? <laughs> Exactly. No, no one exactly. ever questions him. Absolutely. He's wife, imagine Gary Youngbury's wife would be one of the most fucking patient women in the world. Because oh, as I say, to be. I, I'm sure Gary has himself convinced that he's right all the time. Oh, he has to, mate. You know, imagine yeah. having an argument with him. Oh, Doesn't yeah. matter if he's right. Pointless. Pointless. <laughs> Pointless. <laughs> yeah. McDonald's, I got a bone to pick with you. If the fucking soft serve machine or the fucking thick shake machine or whatever the fuck it is, isn't fucking working, Put a sign at the front of the fucking drive-thru before you trap cars in there. Unbelievably, well, they, I cannot believe they don't do this. Oh. There should be a billboard that says, Dear customer, a thousand apologies, soft serve machines. But instead, you end up getting stuck in the drive-thru. It's happened to me a couple of times. Yeah. And you get to the first window and she's like, uh, so which order was it? No, I didn't have an order because the machine's broken. I'm just waiting to get out of yeah, your drive-thru. Just trying to get out of your yeah. way. Gotta be, be better. Be better. Do better. The other thing that's starting to piss me off, mate, is um, religious people coming around and knocking oh, on your door. Gotta love them. They were doing the rounds around my uh, my area while I was on the mower. I could see these ladies, you know, parking their car in the driveways and going up to the gates and hitting the buzzer. And they've got the good book in their hand and they're dressed like they've just come off the set of The Handmaid's Tale. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, oh, here we go. These guys mm. can have on my driveway. And they got out of the car and they came to my gate to press the buzzer, which doesn't work, by the way, but we don't tell them that. No. And I'm a Momoa. I've ridden past them with the chute open and I've just sprayed <laughs> green grass clippings <laughs> all over them. It's went past and just stared at them as I drove past. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Uh, what about, and this is becoming more and more common in the world that we live in. Yep. When the postman leaves the fucking ticket instead of the parcel. Ooh, it's happening a lot, isn't it? Uh, now, the post office is probably only 250 metres down the fucking road. For but you. The, yeah, but the ticket's also got on it. You can't pick it up after four o'clock. Right. Got to go pick the kid up. Got to go to sports. Got to fucking road. Yeah. Just leave the fucking parcel, mate. Yeah. I'll let you know if it's yeah. fucking something mission critical. Uh, they, they do the same thing at our place because they can't get through the gate, obviously. Yeah. And then some of our guys who know us just pop it over the fence, which is terrific. Yeah. The other guys will leave that ticket. Yeah. But then they won't tell you which post office it's at. Uh, We've taken it to your nearest post office. Well, there's like well, three. which one's that? Yeah. yeah, which one's that? So then you got to go and reverse engineer the whole thing. You got to call Australia Post. You got to call FedEx, TNT, whoever it is. Yeah. Give them the massive number that's like thirty digits long. Yeah. Open for interpretation on any uh, type of mistake in it, and you got to try and reverse. engineer You know what the last one was for me? Mad Dog's undies. I had to waste twenty minutes going down the fucking post office. Well, to well go. that that poses the next question: Why are you ordering Mad Dog's undies online when you've got a Kmart just a hundred meters up the road? Oh, he's very particular about undies. Oh, he's he's a connoisseur. Sir. We we both are. Ah, right. Okay. There's a particular brand of uh, undies that okay. uh, been buying. It helps with breathing. Ventilation. Yeah, yeah, much uh, much better breathing. How have you uh, tested this? Maybe done? Have you gone through the sniff test? No. <laughs> In fairness, I wasn't aware there was a sniff test for yeah. undies. Well, well, I might, I might cast well, your mind back to a couple of episodes ago where you were talking about you would wear undies <laughs> front side, back side, inside out, front side, okay. back side. Yeah. So now you're sitting here telling me that you're mm. very particular on your undies because of the ventilation and chafing. I'm confused. I'm then. not going to get down there and smell them. <laughs> I think you're safe at normal head height. There'll come a point where the, the smell will waft up to your oh, nose that's, level. that's extreme. And for me, that is equal for you. So if, if my balls are smelling, by the time I smell it, I'm still gonna smell it before you do. You're further away. Okay, so I'm safe. Okay. 
So as soon as I smell it, though, it's fucking panic stations. It's fucking panic stations. Get, get to the shower. Jeez. New pair of undies. Mate, yeah, you've got to change that shit up. Change that shit up. <laughs> what about the nightly news format? Now, you and I are fans of the nightly news. We, mate, we consume an enormous amount of media yeah. every day. Yeah. But, mate, it's fucking stuffy. It's old. It's the format of it. Like, fucking, they're, they're injecting public relations stories in where they're fucking, you know, clearly just businesses trying to sell products and services. It's all very fucking serious and very... I get it when we're talking about death, earthquakes, fucking COVID. Put a bit of colour into mm, it. Mix mm, it up a little. Yeah. Maybe have a fancy dress day. People don't complain about the news so much in Australia as they do in America because you've got really? several. You've got right wing, left wing media companies in America that say if you're Aren't a regulated. you're into Fox News or you look at certain media channels if you're a certain political influence in America. I don't think we have that to the extreme. Well, I think their I think their freedom of speech rights also allow them a little bit more flexibility. What does do. shit me though is a current affair. Oh come on. You're a fan, aren't you? Tracy's close to my heart. Tracy's close to your heart, yeah. Mm. I just find it. Been in my life for a long time. Yeah, well, no, well, she's been in all of our lives for a long time, (laughs) mate. And you see, you mentioned earlier that she's going to retire. She is. is End of this year. That's great. Who do you see replacing her? Oh, they'll both We could replace her. One of us. Hey, I'll tell you what, there's an idea. How good would that be? There's an idea. I'd we could bring some class and charisma in. Every time I watch that show, mm. all it's about is bogans doing bogan shit. Looking to blame someone else. Looking for their, to blame someone for their else. Bogan shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's unbelievable. Mm. Some neighbours fighting with the other neighbour because they put a camera on the side of the house that sees their driveway. Other neighbours are throwing rocks at each other. Like what? Fucking sort your shit out. Don't put that on the Australian. It's childish behaviour. It's unbelievable, mate. It is, and all it, current affair does is report you, on that shit. When you analyse it like that, the current affair is the pinnacle of childish behaviour. It in is Australia. the pinnacle of childish behaviour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. And, and it's, exactly. To be fair, it's part of the reasons why I love it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> You're part of the problem, Ben. Okay, what about shit you can buy on the internet? Mate, you are the expert. I fucking love this, the mate. internet. I must admit, I don't buy much stuff on the internet, but you do come out with some oh, pearls, There's mate. many dark corners what of you the got internet. For? Yeah, yeah, many and you're dark. usually sitting in Oh, I love it. Yeah. Start off with the sad, tiny violin. So you know the little motion that when you tell us that story, yeah, yeah, some yeah, smart yeah, yeah. ass goes on, the world's smallest violin's playing playing You can buy a fucking violin. The world's smallest violin. Here's a picture of it. For the listeners at home, it's about the size of your thumb. Have a laugh at the expense of your friends with a sad, tiny violin. Now, whenever you're hanging out with the type that constantly likes to whine and complain, you can just pull out your pocket-sized violin to show just how much you care about their piddly problems. $25.08 for that Oh, worth every cent. Fucking very well. I'll be onto that one when I get home. I like this one, though. You can buy Nicolas Cage's Private Island. I said put... The bunny back in the box. How about now that? you have my attention. There's a picture of it here. It looks like some sort of Bahamas yeah, yeah, arrangement. Yeah, right somewhere down there in some, the, uh... Something like that. This paradisical. They're trying to say the longer word for paradise. Okay, let's Par- just paradisical, paradisical spit of land surrounded by the warm and inviting waters of the Caribbean. There you Shark go, Caribbean. Uh, is fit for Hollywood royalty. Previously owned by the great Nick Cage, located in Exumus, Leaf K measures around 30 acres and boasts gorgeous, unspoiled landscapes. You can pick it up for the tidy price of $12,540,000 Australian. Ben, does it come with its own uh, water source? It doesn't, doesn't look have that any way. I can't fresh. even. 
water. I'm not even sure there's a fucking dwelling there, mate. Mm. Well, that's a useless way of spending 12 mil. Isn't it? Mm. Okay, last one. Booze-filled pinata. Ooh, Look at this. That's a All good your time. little fucking motel bottles. Yeah. Fill the pinata up, throw a few limes in there, maybe what, a salt shaker. Times, oh. yeah. That'd be perfect for a, uh, a Bucks party, Wouldn't a Hens night, or a 21st Wouldn't birthday. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Booze filled pinata. What you got there, mate? You got uh, $150.46. Yeah, you got some Jaeger Meister. Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, Jaeger, Bailey's, Smirnoff. I think these examples are fairly tame. I will work harder and I will find you something a little bit more disturbing. I thought disturbing they were good, mate. I thought the, they were good. For the uh, next. Yeah. What else you got, mate? Mate, uh, the world that we live in is ever-changing. Mm. I think in yours and my lifetime, we've seen the most adv advancement in technology that a lot of people in their lifetimes will ever see, a lot of generations. Yep. And right now, the hot topic seems to be gender identity. Ah, Gender fluidity, I know where you're going this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the freedom to express and feel and... Yep. Yeah. Yep. More power to them, mate. Absolutely. Good on you. More if power that's the way you feel and you're not harming anyone by doing it... Yeah, go for it. Uh, and it makes you happy. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. There's something I take issue with. Okay. Okay. So, just because you have decided that you don't want to be male, female, whatever the case may be anymore, I feel like that places a burden on the rest of us. Specifically, public toilets. Oh, where do you pee? Exactly. Where do you pee? Do we leave the seat up we or do we put it down? It down? Are, we, are we insulting you by leaving it up or even- Do I have down? to wait for you? Is there a priority system? Mm. Are you more busting than I am? Number 38 to the bistro, please. Do your waterworks work differently now? Mm. Uh, am I going to, mm. I, I need to understand, we need some ground rules, mm. okay? This is gonna present a few issues uh, in years to come, I expect. Uh, some of which, who's gonna educate them on the unspoken rules in a male toilet? Ah. Number one, yes. you don't look sideways. Don't look sideways. Toilet. No, don't no, do any that. reason whatsoever. Uh, mate, there could be a nuclear bomb go up. Yep. You're not going to know that, mate. Eyes forward down. You're going to have it. all sorts of people gazing over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're comfortable with that. And if you go to the urinals, the old troughs are gone, right? Remember the old pub, pub, yeah. pub troughs? Oh, the stinky, just, yeah, you, you can the smell it from the back Absolutely, bar. Absolutely, mate, they were awesome, yeah. right? But, <laughs> but now we've gone to these individual ones that are that are self-cleaning and run off tap water and blah, blah, that have been blessed by somebody or whatever. But they're all lined up along the walls, right? Yeah. Don't walk into a guy's toilet and you've got a selection of 10 to go. Don't go and stand next to the dude not, that's already there. Nah, not right next to him. No. That's it, you always you, you leave one urinal in between. The only time it's acceptable mm -hmm. to go and stand next to a, a bloke when you're pissing is at the footy at half time. Yep, and all the other urinals you, you, you gotta are get in and time. get that done because exactly. everybody needs to piss. Exactly. That's perfectly okay. A little bit of consideration, Absolutely. Please. But if you're in a pub and it's sparsely populated, don't walk into a toilet and stand next to be a weirdo. Jeez, mate. Another rule in the toilet. Oh, go, yeah, yeah. No lycra, ever. In the uh, when would we be wearing lycra? Bike riders. Ah, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing that anyway. I, I would tend to think that uh, someone that has switched genders 
is more ha, has more of an inclination to wear lycra than let's say you or I would. <laughs> so realistically speaking though, the only guys that are wearing lycra are like 45 to 60 year old lawyers that are out on their weekend and they hang out in latte coffee yeah. shops anyway. Which, we're not there. Well, caffeine's a fucking uh, diuretic. It's a diuretic, yeah, you're Where right. Where do you think so, they go after their coffee? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, exactly. rule number three, yeah. unspoken rule, big one. And I'm gonna help a lot of people out with this. I was unaware that how many people didn't know this. I thought that this was part of all of our up upbringing. When you're at the piss trough, yeah. stick your belly out so you don't wee on your shoes. There you go, meaties. Fair enough. Go come on more, eh? Is more than two shakes still considered a wank? No, nah, it's <laughs> not. If you've switched you gender? That. As you get, oh, it's, I don't know. I don't understand the intricacies of uh, the, the, you know, fine adjustments the female vagina requires. Yes, okay. As opposed to the man and his testicles that get itchy every now and then, you know, you've got to do some adjustments. You've got to do some work throughout the day. Yes, to yes. To keep the junk at its optimum uh, operating uh, temperature. Help me out here. <laughs> um, I'm assuming, just assuming, yeah. that the female vagina comes with its own challenges and its own. I you tell know, you what, what, for next episode, let's do our research on that. Okay. Let's put a poll. Here's out more there. than two shakes at a wank. Yep. And if you've switched see, genders. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah it's a good happens. question. Yeah. I do, the, the people want to know these questions, I, mate, but not everyone is as forward as you and I. This is stuff that keeps many people exactly awake right. because they're thinking about it. People right? are sitting around kitchen tables for hours on end right now. discussing this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And not coming to a conclusion. Because they don't know. Frustrated. I don't know. Next time frustrated. they're in the fucking public toilet, yeah. they're confronted with someone who's switched genders yep. Yep. and something's going to occur. Absolutely. Something ugly is going to occur. I've got one positive one to end it on though. It's fair to say that the female sex is typically more organised than us. Yep. More sensible. I'd agree with that. More mature. More. Uh, yeah. It pains so, me to say, yes, I agree, Ben. Maybe, maybe there's some positives that they can bring to the situation. Ooh. Nicer smelling toilets. Ah. Better smelling urinal cakes. Ooh. Hand towels. Ah. Moisturising cream. Yeah. Uh, you know, just little touches in the bathroom. Like, I always found it weird in really high-end Mexican restaurants in Southern California. When you go to the restroom there, there is a Mexican dude, like a butler, that's in that toilet Hello. all night. And then he stands next to the sinks. Imagine what he and is. Yeah, but at that sink, there is aftershave, there is oh, hand yeah. soaps, there's everything you can imagine, I even down that. to chewing gum, that this guy provides for you. Yeah. And then you tip him, you know. Like those 80s like, and 90s movies. It was weird to start with. Yeah. Then after a while, I'm like, that's well, actually good because this, this restroom is spotless. Really? Because this guy's, that's how he's making his money. I've got a very similar story. Dad and my stepmom, when they were living in America, uh, took a trip down to Mexico yep. one time, do the tour around, have a look around. And one of the first times I'd eaten out there in a restaurant, my stepmom needed to go to the toilet. Yep. I must have had a dodgy prawn. Done the business, looked over to grab the toilet paper, nothing there. Ooh. And then she hears a voice that says, would you like some toilet paper, madam? Yes, please. Yes, please. Five dollars. Oh, now you're a captive audience. You've so, got to actually, I, it's a ransom. <laughs> She's had to get on the phone in the toilet stall. Hey, honey. To my dad in the restaurant. Can you pop in? Could you pop in with your wallet, please? Who is like, what? what? Why the fuck am I bringing my wallet to the, to the toilet? Comes in, gives her the $5. 
hands the $5 over the top of the stall to the little Mexican lady that was holding the fucking toilet paper out ransom. Three squares. $5. She's thinking she's three. getting the roll. Three squares over the top of the fucking wow. stall. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I can't get enough coverage at three squares. That's interesting. This, the it? penetration will happen. I'm telling you. <laughs> That sort of segues into the uh, ongoing debate at the moment in the athletics domain, mm. where there's a couple of American athletes uh, that are that are guys that have that have, that have transitioned transitioned to be women, mm. and they're part of the women's swimming teams, yep. and they're part of the women's yeah. soccer teams, etc. And they're winning. Yeah. And then the the argument is, oh, but they're now they're women. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. You know, their 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 bodies are made up of fast twitch muscle fiber, which is actually a men. It, it, there's a huge argument going on. Should these guys be allowed to yeah. to cross the genetically? Board? I, I reckon they should have their own races. Yeah, I made. I, as we said at the very top of it, full power to you. Have nothing yeah, against it whatsoever. But I you, do feel sorry for, for the, the young girls that are actually that are girls. Yeah, and they're, they're trying to compete at a high level, but they're getting beaten by yeah. transgenders. Genetically, so perhaps we needed a, a separate yeah. category. Genetically speaking, yep. I do not believe that that is. Apples for apples. No, I don't. It's not. It it's never not. will be. Never I'm sorry, be. but it, it, yeah. it never will be. And I'm all for, as you say, yeah, you guys, let's form a league. Let's, yeah, yeah get you, get it's in. Get category, you, if you yeah. want to compete, no worries at all. How about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. But compete against your equal. Yeah. And I don't believe I don't that to be the case in the current scenario. I, I, equal physically. I'm yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What about a new topic? I've sort of been touching on these one, this one in recent episodes with a couple of little things that I've found and whatever. But I've decided to call this new topic couples therapy ah here we go this will be good because you haven't given me anything around this on a, on a well, this is a, this is my interpretation Beautiful. of couples therapy okay Beautiful. not every argument can be resolved can it and not every argument can and be they're resolved not meant to be. no as we would like it we don't always get the outcome that we're looking for often that might leave us feeling jaded or or you know, instead of engaging in that argument and instead of descending into <laughs> chaos and, and everyone getting the yeah, shits with each other yeah, and this yeah. going on for weeks, even years, wife will bring it. Remember that time? I now have uh, my spidey senses go off when right. the conversation's starting to... I back out now. Okay. Because I don't want to go down that road because I might say something there that I can't take the words back. Okay. So I back out of it now. Yep. Once upon a time, it would have shit me to tears and I yep. would have gone away and ground on it and ground on it and run it around my head a million times. I don't anymore. So I, I know now, if I go down that road, mm. nothing good's gonna come out of it. Okay. Yep. I'm really glad I that- I stop it. I'm really glad that I you've raised me, that. Yeah. I'm glad that you've raised that because that's what these are designed to do. Yeah. Disengage from the argument. Yeah. Don't get into it. Yeah. You, you, often you're not going to win it anyway. And as you say, you're going to end up saying something hurtful and you'll make it even worse. And it's probably not even what you really meant to say. Yeah. Right? You said something because the, the, the argument's Heated gone down in, in a shitty direction anyway. Yep. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah, just so these yeah. are designed as a method to help you cope with that. Okay. That frustration locked in right, and yeah. that fucking let's, animosity let's that is eating up your yeah. stomach and so forth. Yeah. Here's some ways that you can have an ongoing loving relationship, mm -hmm. etc. Yet, maybe just offset that frustration a little. You don't need to win the battle. Mm -hmm. You need to win the war. With that in mind, let's prepare for war. Ports and I have already tried this one out to a degree. There's a device that you can buy on the internet, and for those that are super keen, 
fucking message me on the Meteorocrity page and I'll let you know where. It's called Sir Beeps A Lot. <laughs> now what Sir Beeps A Lot is, is Sir Beeps A Lot just looks like a little penis-shaped circuit board. That's right, penis-shaped circuit board. You insert a battery into Sir Beeps A Lot and hide it in it's your a CR signal. 2032, by the way. If you yeah, <laughs> we've got spares. Hide it in your significant others, whether it be car, office, bedroom, bathroom, whatever you like. This thing will beep at random once an hour, every hour for the next three years. Imagine how fucking irritating that gets. Oh, I can tell oh you how God. irritating it gets because I stuck one in Michelle's <laughs> changing room yep. and she actually found it. And then Maddox planted it somewhere in my bedroom. Ah, so it's come back on you now. Yeah, so for the last, I want to say four months, yeah. every, every, you know, few minutes or so, <laughs> that's all you get is and you, beep. And you can't even really hear where it's coming from. And that's the thing, it's not it's, long it's enough. It's sub-second. Exactly. Right? But it's loud. It's loud enough for you to go, what the fuck was that? What was that? Where, where? And then when you go looking for it, you don't know when it's going to be again. You no. absolutely nothing. There's a variation on that. Yeah. So just in case, because we found that Sir Beeps a lot probably wasn't as effective as we wanted it to be. It was effective, but not a, you can get one that is a cricket chirping. Mm. Exactly the same scenario. Yeah, that one will fucking set it off. So Sir Beeps a lot. Uh, next one, probably seen it uh, on socials, Glitter Bomb Parcel Delivery. You mentioned to th this to me before. Yeah. This is a gem. Yeah. Because if you've ever tried to clean glitter up, it's a pain Oh, shit on a blanket, mate. Oh my God. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I think this eventuated out of, I've seen a few videos on socials where a guy got the shits with his parcels being stolen off his front veranda when they were yep. being left by the delivery guy. Being an engineer, developed this box. It's got this little spinny thing inside. So as soon as you rip the paper off, the spinny <laughs> thing goes off and it flicks the gl glitter everywhere. It's got stink bombs in it. Like this guy, I want to say there was like five or six different traps yep. and pranks yep. in this one box. It's got cameras in it as well, so that when he was he was actually sending some to Indian call centres, the cameras would record and feed the video back to him yep. when they fucking opened the package and what. Yep. And he was also hacking their their CCTV so yeah, he could watch right. them. Glitter bomb, uh, yeah, someone that really fucking irritates you. That's a good one. Next one, voice activated stickers. I love this. Oh, so you, could, you did mention this to me. You can get yeah. a sticker that, let's say, you put it on, on the TV and the sticker actually says, this TV is voice activated. <laughs> so then your partner goes up and turn on. <laughs> on. Open door of oh, fridge. fucking TV. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And, and you could get them for... The blender, the microwave, the fridge, the fucking, there were every appliance you could think of. They had stickers, voice activated. Brilliant. There you go. That's brilliant. Uh, what about sign them up to a few mailing lists? That's happened to me before. Yep. It's like AIDS, mate. Once you got it, you don't get rid of it. <laughs> what about a mobile phone jammer? You can get uh, your own yeah, personal yeah, little yeah. mobile phone jammer that fits in your pocket, probably yep. about the size of your garage door yep, opener. Clicker. At any time you hit a button on it, yep. and it will jam the mobile phone signal and block your partner's mobile phone. i tell you what, I'd love one of those in a professional sense, because when you're in a meeting and you're in a boardroom oh. and there's a whole heap of people in there, if you can jam everybody's phone in there, you'll have their attention. Really? I hate you nothing You get a lot more. of that. 
Yeah, mate, you'll be sitting at a boardroom table and there'll be a third of the people are on their phones. Really? It's like, mate, what, the, what is so important I, that you have to be on your phone during this hour-long meeting? I have what, been in, in quite a few up. meetings over, like that over the years. Yeah. And that has never been kosher. Yeah, it's not kosher at all. Um, People do it now. The rule that we had in place is if your phone makes a noise during the meeting, you owe everyone a carton of beer. Fair you, enough. You owe the room a carton of beer. Yeah. And uh, it would be enforced. Yeah, too. fair enough. Yeah. Righto. Well, there you go. Get a mobile phone, Gemma. Yeah, that's good. It was cheap. It wasn't expensive. I'd want to say it was only, I don't know, 50 bucks or so. Yeah. Uh, this one's probably not for the beginners. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? A strong word of advice. Yeah, yeah, this is just for the purposes of humour. It's not intended to be serious or anything to that effect. Don't go and buy one of these fucking things. Is a machine that... And when I say machine, it's only small. Like, it's only handheld sort of thing. Yeah. It's a machine that, when pointed at someone and pushed the button, will make them feel like vomiting. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> For the purposes of comedy only, do not fucking, yeah, okay? We're not all built the same, we don't all think the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, that one might end up on the editing room floor, but we'll see. Just one that I want to throw on you out of the loo, because I was at, uh, I think it was when I was in Ballina on holidays, I was at the pub. Oh, by the way, people in Ballina, beautiful little town. Lovely spot to stay. But anyway, I'm down there in the pub having lunch. The lunch was good, by the way. Uh, good burgers. Going to the toilet to have a wee. Yeah. What do I see on the wall, mounted on the wall? Um, what do you usually see? Big box, mounted on the wall. Condom vending machine. Boom! There you go. The Savage Bliss is still about, my friend. Wow. This struck me. I, I, I took a note. That, was, that's cool. Did you take a photo? Mate, I had my belly out wean. Ah, yes, And my did. phone in my hand, uh, concentrating yep. on not dropping it into yeah, the urinal. Yeah, yeah, While I made a note to remember to bring this up with you. Savage Bliss must be working for them. That's, it's the mo not the it's most attractive game. term. Not it's every woman game. wants a Savage Bliss. Yeah, some right. Some women want a gentle bliss. Ah, okay. Uh, but I want to say is from as long as I've been going into pub toilets, yep. Savage Bliss condoms. Yeah. I, I want to meet the guy. I tell you what, mate. He'd have a few dollars for He must now. have by now. How much? Are, I should have looked at the I price. I wouldn't have a clue. But, but could you also compliment your Savage Bliss with a little vial of, uh, of uh, oh. like blue Stratos or something yeah. like aftershave? Yeah, or the little ring. The, usually in the Savage Bliss on one side yeah. and then they've got the cock ring on the oh, other. Oh, the little tickler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah I believe Savage mate. Bliss is still around. Well, it's been a long time since I've, been, since I've graced the floors of a nightclub, Ben. I do feel like they need to move into the modern era. I mean, if the likes of of Gollywog Biscuits, Chico Lollies, yeah. Coon, cheese Coon Cheese have all been yeah. forced to, to, yeah, to change, change their names to be more sensitive to yeah. the new generation. Maybe Savage Bliss needs a rethink. Savage Bliss, I tell you Savage, what, mate, that what is a brand it? for the ages, isn't it? What, I'd call it a right rogering. <laughs> That's a little bit more, a little bit more softer, don't you think? Instead of Savage Bliss, let's go with a right rogering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like a light right rogering, please. Now, I want to I wanna tell... I'm not sure if I've done this on a previous uh, podcast episode. The third drunkest man in the room. Have I done it? No, this is a new no? one. Okay. I have a theory. I've long held this theory, and it's born out of me getting drunk and making a fucking idiot out of myself. That's unlikely. I quite frequently. Yeah. It's called the third drunkest man in the room scenario. Yeah. In that... You want to be the third drunkest man in the room. Okay. Or 
the fourth, fifth, worst, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You never want to be number one mm-hmm. or number two. Or number two. Okay. Number one is always remembered for the yeah. shitty things that he did. Yep. Did you fucking see what Port said at the mm. wedding the other night? Mm. My God. Mm. I can't believe he didn't have been on the on. receiving end of that. Yep. Exactly. So, number two is always his partner in crime. Right. People will always remember mm. number one and number two. Yep. If you're number three, however, you can do anything. You, you can want. shit in the bride's handbag. No one will ever fucking remember it. Third drunkest man in the room. That's the rule. Yeah. And I think there's something in that for all of us. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It saved me many so, times. So how do you go about this? What's your game plan when you go to say, I don't know, said wedding or whatever example you want to use here? Do you get your drink on? And then do you go around and just quietly like rack and stack? Yeah, room? you've got to consciously uh, survey yeah. the you've room. You've got to survey the room, right? Not just once. And, so it's, it's a continuous process, yeah, yeah, right? throughout because the that, night. Because position yep. may jockey between one and two on yep. many different fronts yep. as the day goes on. Maybe set an alarm in your phone, guys. Uh, yeah. To just, go off every hour on the just hour. Just have a quick check. Yep. Have a quick check. Now, it could also be male and female. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Quite often it's the other way around. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Can you hold my shoes? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you heard that? <laughs> My shoes are hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've never seen I've never seen a bridesmaid uh, posse yeah. finish a wedding with all their shoes on. No, the they, never happens. Off, never right? happens. First thing that comes off. Third drunkest man in the room has saved me much embarrassment over the years. Yeah, that's you, a good one, actually. Use it yourselves. Yeah, yeah, I will be using that one from now on. I noticed that uh, since COVID, the amount of parties has decreased significantly. The I'd agree party. with that. Yeah. I'd agree with so that. So when we were younger, house parties were on every all weekend. All the time. All the time. When we were in our 20s, yep. I would leave home on a Friday afternoon to go somewhere, and I might not get home till Sunday night. Oh. I literally, there, there would just be things to do. Now you come home for a shower and go again. Yeah. Whatever, but there was shit to do. Yeah, yeah. I notice now that the kids that are in their early 20s, they, they don't do anything. I love going down the pub for a couple of spooners, yep. but not yep. so much parties anymore. I think, as you say, it's a bit of a layover of COVID where we all reassessed what shit we were prepared to put up with in the workplace, Yeah. what we wanted to spend our time on. True that. That's a big one, because none True of us that. have much of it. No, yeah. no, we're all stretched Yeah. Time. What about day drinking? Have you just, have I you noticed that, do you? I, yeah. I've noticed that on weekends now, mm-hmm. we're lights out by uh, maybe somewhere nine between o'clock. nine, <laughs> 10 o'clock, done, right? Yep. Done, and that's okay. But I'll, I'll have beers in the afternoon. Yeah. Day drinking has become a thing yep. on the Gold Coast. If you go to a surf club, you go to an RSL yep. club, you go to a pub, any, yep. pick, pick one. People are on the source yep. at 12 o'clock. You defer the hangover, mate. Yeah, and then- and That's then why you, I do you it. You go to bed early and yep. you wake up next Absolutely. day. Absolutely, fresh, yeah, fresh yeah. as. It's our go-to, yeah. Michelle and I. If we're gonna have a few beers, it's yep. always lunch, never dinner. Yep. Yeah, yep. gives you that little uh, couple more hours, you know, to come I, good. I have a thing on, uh, on on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. Friday afternoons, I'll try to finish work at around 4.30. Doesn't always yep. work that way, right? Because shit happens. I've usually got beers in the in the freezer, gets yeah. icy cold, so oh, at least yeah, at around five o'clock I'll crack one. Yeah, you will. And I might have uh, I might have half a dozen beers mm-hmm. before I have dinner. Right. And then what I find now is that I, I probably won't have another beer after dinner. Yeah, once I'm the same whether I'm at a pub or a party or whatever. We used to hey? drink all night, oh. get home at sunrise, and then look for something in the fridge to just have a, have a yeah. little nightcap before we went to bed. Oh, that yeah. That brings us to uh, the end of another fruitful 
shall we very say, fruitful ben. episode. And good to get back in front of a mic too, because it's been is. a couple of months. We get in here, get in yep. here when we can. We have, uh, though, scheduled in ahead of time the now. next re recording sessions, and we are striving to be a little bit more consistent. That's it. Don't forget our socials. You'll find us at Mediocrity PC on both Facebook and Instagram. Interact with us on socials. Uh, send us your topics. Send us your ideas. Send us your criticisms. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, anything you like. Yeah, yeah, anything you like. Yeah. And uh, also, guys, we're going to do some dial-in soon. With oh. uh, a couple, we're going to open the mics up, so oh. to speak. Yeah. Uh, so the couple waiting in the wings there. Get on our socials, like the shit out of them, do us a favour, share the fucking posts, would you? Give us a give us a hand here. We're trying to expand the audience. We need your help with it. Really appreciate the support you guys have been throwing us. There's a couple out there. Maka has been liking a lot of posts. The goon. Hope the goons the listening goons, to the, the goons active. Hope yeah. the goons listening to the to the podcast as well. Thanks very much for your support, boys. Timmy Gore, legend, shared a few posters for us. Thanks, boys. Really appreciate it. Good stuff. Have a great time, and Love we'll you, bye. see you soon. Love you, bye.